Hello and welcome to the Dunk Town, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And today we have an extra special returning guest. He's a comedian, a writer for The Good Place, Minnesota Timberwolves fan, mm. and a hot sauce enthusiast. It's <laughs> Joe Mandy. Hi. Hi. Woo. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming back. Of yeah, course. three times. This oh. is your third time on the show. Right? Yeah, you get, a, you get a jacket next time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you got to tell us about your your hot sauce love. Uh, um, you were talking about it yeah, earlier. Yeah, I, I, um, I've really formed an unhealthy habit with uh, Lao Gan Ma, which is a Chinese fried chili in oil sauce that has... Mm. Um, peanuts in the, they don't even warn you that there's peanuts in the <laughs> hot sauce which is like not a normal thing for hot sauce but it is um and then i've actually started doing research trying to find if they make a version with more peanuts because it is actually delicious they don't do that so i'm hacking it myself i bought a giant thing of peanuts that i'm gonna wow. mix in with the laogon ma this is like basically most of my life right now is just trying to <laughs> find ways to consume more laogon ma so that's so, the explanation. What are some things you've put it on that you were maybe surprising that it that it was a good combo? Um, I put it on a I I've been known to mix it with mayonnaise to make like a sort of aioli type sauce that I put on that like good. egg sandwiches, like truly like whatever. Uh, and then I, you guys, before we started, uh, you you kind of inspired me to try putting it on popcorn or with popcorn, pop it in the oil which is sounds really, amazing yeah that's I'm something i that. i saw in a brian david gilbert uh video if anyone hasn't checked him out i'll put a link in the show notes actually uh to this video he's a funny guy but also great recipe oh one fun thing i did with it is i um got stoned one night and then just ate half a jar just straight out of <laughs> with like a spoon and then um, didn't I was just like that's so repulsive like I don't even want to know how many <laughs> calories I just consumed it's like it's just oil and chili did, did it not burn your mouth off um well you know I was in a certain state where I, I couldn't <laughs> you were really, numb it wasn't like monitor <laughs> well it does have sort of a Sichuan numbing effect yeah. as well mm. so yeah it's it's great I'm trying to get sponsored clearly by, right. <laughs> by Lao Gama yeah <laughs> I got to try some. It sounds amazing. Yeah, it really does. Um, I feel like you've inspired us. Maybe we'll do a whole <laughs> Patreon up about it. Yeah. We should do a hot sauce. Up. That's we should. Yeah. We love hot sauce. Yeah. I'll come back. I love yeah. I mean, it's my Yeah. I love Aww. it. Thanks. Yeah. Hell, uh, you can come back whenever you want. Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Just hit us up and just All be right. like, hey, I have an idea. Okay. <laughs> we, so we, we have, we're not covering the current NBA season. So we've got lots of time. It need oh, to be perfect. filled with yeah. stupid bullshit like that. So <laughs> <laughs> we essentially got mad that everyone was getting COVID and we were like, fuck you. We're not going to watch games anymore. Yeah. And That's so now great. we're, I mean, I, I was gonna, I was gonna bring this up actually. I didn't know that you guys had that stance. Cause I kind of like, I really do wonder if I'm, if this is like, if I would feel this way, if the wolves were doing well, which they're not, <laughs> but like, <laughs> It does feel like irresponsible and greedy in a way that like I've never felt this way about basketball with NBA specifically before. Yeah. Or, like, I mean, I felt this way about like college basketball, certainly, but it's like it just doesn't feel right. Everyone's getting sick and they're just exactly. like powering through. 
And it feels like there was something sort of science forward about the bubble, which made me, and like, I think everyone just like needed the bubble to work so badly just because like people needed to like watch anything on TV, I think. But like, Mm -hmm. this is different. Like the games all kind of suck. They're all like blowouts and, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's but, sad to see a team with like n- none of their starters. Yeah. You know, like the <laughs> yeah, third string is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I can speak to that. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about your, your Timberwolves and what they've been up to. Well, the Timberwolves, um, Carl Anthony Towns is like Job. Like he's going through like a biblical, series of unfortunate events right and, yeah um like he you know i think there was some excitement a year ago when we traded for d'angelo russell just because like he is a allegedly like a very exciting point guard and they were like bffs and that was like cute to think about like best friends yeah playing together but like they've they we've had russell on the team for a full calendar year now and they've played five games together like literally no. I don't even think they've played more than two games in a row. Like they just like things have just like not worked out and you know uh and so it's just and like he's constantly out to Russell so it's just like the team is just like all these dudes who are I mean some of them are like exciting young younger guys but it's like you know that was not the plan when they made that trade. They were trying right. to like you know actually yeah. win some games. It's just like a it's just a bump but it is like a lot of like like guy like deep bench type players starting and playing a lot of minutes and it's just like it's just rough it's a rough watch it was exciting when you got ricky back too it was but he seemed something's off with him too he's not playing like ricky rubio like he's not making like you know what what was always fun about him forever was that like he made these passes that you didn't even see and Mm -hmm. now he's like not making obvious passes like there's some every there's like there's like a malaise there's like there's like a dark cloud over that empty arena and it's uh yeah it's crazy it's like it's such a it's just i did i always sort of like expect the worst but i did not expect it to be like this bad this is like yeah. this is bad yeah i feel like so cat recently carl anthony towns recently um posted a series of instagram stories yeah that were so he currently has COVID, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, he mm-hmm. or he's still under the protocol. He, well, he did test positive. Like, oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> Fuck COVID. So oh, he did so like a Q and A. He did a Q and A where he was like, "Look, just ask me whatever." And someone put in "fuck COVID," and he put in this like shirtless, like Jesus, <laughs> yeah, sort of like Scott Stappy type <laughs> photo of him, sort of arms um, out. Didn't he post about Jordan Woods? Yeah. Too? So a bunch of it was about Jordan Woods. Someone, this is the one that I'm talking about. It, someone said, um, "How do you stay so strong when um, after overcoming so much?" And he wrote, you know, obviously, like, his faith, his family, like, you know, a bunch of stuff. But then the last one is all about Jordan Woods and how much she's been by his side. And, yeah. like, it's really sweet. It is he really was sweet. like, uh, the, her busset challenge really got <laughs> yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like that... Jesus gets my, my faith, but then she gets like a huge essay. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's yeah. his priority. God right gets like a heart <laughs> heart spraying emoji, and then there's like a like a novella that he wrote about Jordan. 
<laughs> um, but I feel for him, man. He's going through it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's part of it. Is like I think as a fan of the team and the like, and I think there there's a a sort of quality about Minnesota that I think they they pride themselves too much on like Minnesota nice, but I do think there is a quality there where like like someone like him, a figure like him, like people are just like, dude, take the season off, go backpacking in Europe, like do whatever you need to do. Like <laughs> yeah. no one, I don't think any, I don't think any real fan like expects him to like go back on the court. Like he's clearly got to like actually process. I mean, like it's on when you actually like look at what he's dealt with in the last year, it's like unfathomable. Like it's so crazy. And just like, keeps happening like he and then, and then yeah. in that, i think in that series of stories he just dropped that, that a drunk driver hit him this summer when he yeah was, like, what just was like, that? that that was never even a, like no one even knew that it's just like oh my god what the hell so um yeah poor, man, guy. I, 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 poor guy like it's just like you know i i don't know how you deal with that at all and then on top of that having some sort of like somewhat unfair reputation for being soft or whatever. So mm-hmm. like, I, I bet there is a part of him that wants to like rush back and, you know, play prove, just, yeah. just to prove something. But it's like, what are you, what are you going to prove, man? We're like three and a hundred. Like, yeah. who cares? <laughs> also like anybody reasonable is not expecting that from you and everyone else, like who gives a fuck? Everyone else yeah. can fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like you've got to be strong to like, put up with all the shit he's gone through this year and like still you know i don't know just not crumple into a little ball i know i would be such a baby (laughs) useless baby would definitely not be playing basketball no No. not at all um so yeah so i guess everything's sad right now (laughs) yeah i'm sorry i i I, but um so anyway about this log on moscow uh <laughs> um actually on a happy note uh let's talk week of hats oh, oh yeah hats, yeah you did a a very cool like fundraiser for yeah. various charities yes where you are hand stitching <laughs> hand embroidering additional letters onto hats you yes. little images as I, well. the horny, yeah. I want the horny hat the horny hat sure. is so good <laughs> the horny hat yeah they and like so yeah i've been making these hats just out of um like when things were like really bad over the fall with like election stuff and covid stuff i just like had all this nervous energy and somehow decided to channel it into this these hats and um we're, was giving them away to friends and stuff and then I was starting to get like lots of commission requests on Instagram <laughs> stuff. and I was like, well, this isn't like my job. I actually like am working. And so I decided the only way I could feel good about this was to like do it for charity. And like, I could not believe, like, I think each hat, I think average almost was like, they ended up being like 500 bucks a hat. Like we were, I like raised wow. like, a lot of money for, the for Kurt what Cobain it is. The Cobain one what everyone wanted that one yeah me yeah me it was like immediate bidding war it was crazy <laughs> and the money went to what charity like there were a different charity each day so i think for i forget kurt cobain might have been um what was that one oh. uh global Sila, hunger maybe? project global hunger project yeah. yeah yeah um so that was fun too just sort of like researching different charities each day trying to find i don't know it was like it was just a a totally um necessary distraction for me 
Yeah. And How then I, you... my friend who does props for, he used to do props with the good place, um, made like new era gold and black stickers that I put on each hat. Those, Those were so cool. <laughs> yeah. They looked so, like, great. It was, it was very fun. Yeah. That's so cool. How did you learn how to do it? I the, like the embroidery part. Just, um, so the impetus of this was I was walking my dog, my dogs with my wife and I found a Pittsburgh pirates hat on the ground and it was like in, it was, it wasn't like, there wasn't like vomit or piss on it. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to take this hat and wash it. And, and then I had a, uh, I was on a long conference call one day and I had a paint pen, like a yellow paint pen. And I wrote like sort of doodled the word pizza onto this Pittsburgh pirates hat, but it looked like shit. The paint kind of like bled into the fabric in a very, um, like unappealing way. And so my wife was not thinking that I would like listen to her. She was like, you need, if you want to do that, you have to like actually like embroider it. And so then I found like a, um, uh, like sewing kit in like, an, like some drawer we had. And I did that with a Dodgers hat. I made a Dodgers hat say lasagna. And then I was wearing this lasagna hat around town and I went to get a COVID test at Dodger stadium. And this like woman in a full like hazmat suit, like I rolled down the window and she was like, lasagna, tight. <laughs> I was like, okay. Um, so I told that story to some friends and then my friends were all demanded their own hats. And then I spent weeks like making hats for all my friends. And then, and then the week of hats shortly uh, that came after that. So how yeah, long does been, it take you to do one hat? I mean, obviously depending how big the yeah, word is, it depends but. on the word and how many like, um, colors i'm using <laughs> uh i don't know it takes a couple days but I mean, it's like also not like the only like i'll usually like if i'm like working on a script or something i'll write for a couple hours and then like take a break and like hate watch something on netflix and, and do a hat for a little bit get a couple letters in, and then um yeah so i go i go back and forth so i i don't know if this were my full-time job i think i could i could bust out a, a hat one hat a day probably but nice. this again, this is not my job and people need to stop <laughs> requesting stop. hats for me. <laughs> stop DMing Joe yeah. and asking for a hat. Were these just randos? Complete like, randos. Demanding? Uh, most, <laughs> most of the time people who like don't even follow me just like saw a hat through someone else and was just like, and then had their own shitty idea for a hat and which offended me more than the request was actually like, no, no, you don't get any say. Like this is a process for me. If I see right. a, H hat and I think of horny like that's just like that's what's going to happen I can't say what what word will end up on each hat you know it's art yeah it is art it's my yeah. like um no this doesn't work never mind I was you know how like Michelangelo said that like the David was like inside the marble and he had to, yeah like, yeah because it doesn't work so I'm just adding letters to a hat <laughs> no it's is. you see it yeah come it's like Mozart how he heard the music in his head before yes, it's he like wrote that it and nothing like <laughs> the one I said <laughs> yeah but uh so you on the horny hat you it also embroidered a tiny little eggplant emoji yeah and then on on the mezcal one you put like a little like mezcal margarita mezcal, or whatever yeah, right. yeah. and the detail is so impressive. Thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm very impressed by your work. Yeah. Thank you. I'm, and I'm getting better to, you know, like it is, um, it is uh, a very strange thing to like discover you're good at, at you know, 37 <laughs> years old or whatever. And also like probably the funniest way to get 
um, calloused hands, which it <laughs> seems very manly, but I'm just like um, embroidering hats. So, yeah. yeah. Like a stranger will be like, oh, you must work yeah, out in the field. Uh, yeah, what a man's yeah. man. He's, yeah. Uh... <laughs> While I'm at, I'm like walking into Michael's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Amazing. Um, well, we could talk to you for several more hours about Week of Hats, but we'll move on, okay. I guess. Okay. <laughs> I will say, I just, I don't want to, I because I felt like I was being very gloomy. I, I do love Anthony Edwards. He's been like a delight as a Timberwolves fan. And then like Jaden McDaniels has been very fun and Jared Vanderbilt. So like there are like bright spots in this horrible uh, season, but um, it's also like, those aren't guys who should be playing as much as they are. So (laughs) I mean, I, I agree. Like, but you know, before we stopped watching games, it was kind of fun to be like, oh, this young man, you know, who normally wouldn't be playing is like getting a bunch of court time and like this yeah. is so cool for them. But, you know, the context in which it's happening is just so sad. And then, like you're saying, then the game will be a blowout. Right. I mean, yeah. even more than that, I think it's just like Anthony Edwards is probably like the funniest person in Minnesota sports since like Randy Moss. Like he's just like, funny like i don't even think he's like an intentional you guys saw the mask thing right yeah he saw a poster for the movie the mask they didn't tell him what it was and he (laughs) he guessed that the name of the movie the mask was mr applehead i forgot about that That we played it on the show yeah it was Uh, (laughs) mr applehead like yeah i don't know mr applehead and then he he went back and he was like willy then he goes willy wonka like he's like wait you've never seen willy wonka you think willy wonka (laughs) As a green face. Okay. <laughs> I kind of want to see a Mr. Applehead movie now. I know. I mean, I immediately was like, "How do? okay, let me call my agent. Let's get this going. <laughs> Let's write Mr. Applehead. <laughs> we should make a t-shirt. Yeah. With Jim Carrey and Mr. Applehead. That would be funny. <laughs> Anthony Edwards and Jim Carrey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that, he is very funny. I mean, maybe, you know, if basketball doesn't work out. He'll go uh, into showbiz. Yeah, I hope so. He's he's got <laughs> he's got something. He's he's very dynamic. Um. Okay. So he'd have to be Anthony Edwards too on IMDb, though. Oh right. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? Because <laughs> there's a another there's because a famous Goose, actor the guy who played Goose. Uh, Anthony he was in ER. A goddess too young. She doesn't know Anthony Not Edwards. That young. <laughs> <laughs> She's I'm a baby, dumb. youngest woman in the world. <laughs> Um, he was, uh, you've, you've never seen Top Gun, have you? Mm-mm. We got to watch Top Gun. All right. There's a, a reboot coming out or a sequel or whatever. Did that not come out? <laughs> Am I supposed to be excited? <laughs> oh, maybe it's already out. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think so. I haven't heard anything about it. Um, I don't know anything about the story or anything, but there's a young woman in it. And I thought I was instantly angry Cause I was like, Oh, they're having Tom Cruise, like have this young woman love interest. Like that's fucked up. He's 60 or whatever. Yeah. And someone told me it was his daughter in the movie. So I'm hoping they hook up. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm hoping for incest. I'm hoping for incest in the movie. (laughs) No, I'm hoping it's his daughter because I, it's so shitty when there's like, you know, a 60 year old leading man with like a 20 year old love right. interest. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I, uh, 
I had a, I, I heard a story that there's like an iconic scene in the first one of all the pilots sort of inexplicably playing beach volleyball together and they're all like ripped. And um, I think they like do some sort of like homage to that scene. And then when the movie was like Tom Cruise got to see a cut, he like um, demanded that they reshoot it and then like worked out like a maniac for another month. So like, <laughs> get into better shape for the <laughs> volleyball scene. Amazing. <laughs> I it, That's a story that as I'm saying it, it's like, did I just make that up? Did I dream that? <laughs> I we're think not gonna, I heard that. I think we're not going to fact check you. No. So, uh, we're, that's yeah. canon now. It seems, also, it seems was, right. Was that when he was like screaming at the crew? Or no, that was Mission Possible, right? Mission Where Possible, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah, I like, think they filmed Tom Cruise, or Tom Cruise, they filmed Top Gun a while ago. Oh, okay. But look, the Mission Impossible movies are good, but he just <laughs> bums me out. He bums me out too. I mean, the man abandoned his child and is just like a fucking psycho, right? Yeah. Well, that all goes, you know, it all ties into yeah. Scientology. Look, <laughs> look, I love Scientology just as much as the next person, but uh, he's a little much, <laughs> is all I'm saying. Uh, I, I say fuck Tom Cruise. I do a a thing for no one. Like I um I jog near the Scientology, one of the many Scientology buildings, a lot, and I always like make a point of flipping off the security camera. And I was like, <laughs> like I'm always just like, why am I do, like? Who cares? Like I'm probably just like there's like the the sad like slave they have watching the <laughs> security cameras it's like i'm just making his day worse i don't know like who i'm doing that for, but i do it every literally every time it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's tradition like, it's my, yeah it is it's part of my run i've got to flip off you just have camera. a file of photos of you doing that yeah you're yeah. on a list for sure <laughs> oh i'm yeah i'm definitely i've already i've been i've been had been on that list. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, to the dunktown mailbox we received um scientology dvd mm-hmm. but it was for mike mitchell it wasn't even di- <laughs> like directed to us okay so we assumed they saw that he guessed it on our show before yeah and we're like we know how to finally get him <laughs> so what does that mean they they listen they're or they just were like Looking at Googling. our website, our oh, website has it yeah. on there. Yeah, I don't know. If they do listen, hello, welcome. If you do listen, fuck you. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't watch it just in case. I didn't want to be, you know. We little... got to give it to to Mitch. Oh yeah, we do have to give it to Mitch. Yeah, that's his property. Don't don't. There's like because <laughs> with Mitch, there's like a four percent chance he'll like show up because he'll he'll like feel bad that they sent it to the yeah. wrong thing. <laughs> I didn't oh. want the mail to go to waste. Right. right. <laughs> but they did an episode at the Scientology Center of Doughboys. Remember did that? Did they? Yeah, they went to the Scientology Center and did a, the brunch that they do there. And it, it was a very fucked up episode. <laughs> I don't remember that. That's wild. It, I think it was a double. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe I didn't hear yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I was... That seems like the type of thing I would do, but I was told not to from some friends who went to that and we're like immediately separated from each other. And yes. Yeah, it's like they have like a whole strategy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I have a friend who um she she and her friend were driving past the celebrity center and there was a big sign that said open house and her friend was like let's go it'll be fun and we'll like 
make fun of it afterwards and which is such a bad idea and (laughs) so they went they came up with a whole backstory of like we'll give them fake names and it'll totally be fine Mm -hmm. but as soon as they walked in this like really attractive young woman walked up to them and like was just like super friendly and like took down their defenses and she was like, yeah. what's your name? And then my friend said her real name. Oh my God. <laughs> and she was that. like, I just immediately, it worked on me immediately. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel I'm like I could be really good. Yeah. I feel like I could be the one that could like, you know, not get caught up. Oh, all right. <laughs> I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> I got super I mean, into, I did pay a bunch of money for improv classes. So I think right. that probably means I am susceptible. You are in a cult already. <laughs> <laughs> I got yes, super man. into... <laughs> I got super into reading about Nexium, And I like read all of the like survivors books and stuff. Because I've always thought like, yeah, I could probably be suckered into a cult. But that cult is like... I w- it would have never worked on me because it's like you have to pay a bunch of money up front. <laughs> I'm out already. I'm already out. Yeah. Um, it's also like it's too like achievery. It's like yes. it's like so like um, Tony Robbins esque that like I could never be the type of person that's like I deserve success and I need to talk <laughs> about success. Right. Uh, go to con- conferences about success. Yeah. They no. stole a bunch of stuff from Tony Robbins and like, I bet, yeah. yeah. And, and it's all about like, don't you want to be better at business? And it's like, not really. <laughs> that doesn't interest me. And the branding stuff, right? They stole that from him too. Yeah. The really? Pubic, the pubic branding. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm just making like, uh, no, nah, just the satire allegedly. <laughs> all this has been satire. You yeah. Know, you we haven't said anything. No, this whole we're episode. writing a play. <laughs> Tom Cruise. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the news. (laughs) Um, So, so much happens in a week and we can't possibly cover it all. So we wrap it up in a segment called Previously on Basketball. On the last episode of Elf. Basketball. (laughs) The last episode of Elf. Elf? Elf. A-L-F. Got it. it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so sad. All right. Candace Parker signs with her hometown, Chicago Sky, during a wild WNBA free agency. Voting is now open for an all-star game that might not and probably should not take place. (laughs) Veteran NBA reporter Sekou Smith dies at 48 of COVID-19. Karis LeVert is expected to recover fully after successful renal cancer surgery. New York Liberty's Laisha Clarendon shares joy over their successful top surgery. Jamal Murray ejected fined $25,000 for penis punching Tim Hardaway Jr. <laughs> The Miami Heat will use COVID sniffing dogs to screen fans attending live home games. <laughs> That's fucked up. Those dogs are going to get COVID. What? Can you even, can they smell COVID? Is that even a thing? You know what? My dad can smell when you have a, a cold. <laughs> Kim Kardashian <laughs> did say she could smell when someone has a cavity. Ew. <laughs> it's fucking gross. That's so gross. Um, let's watch this clip about the dogs. In a basketball breakthrough. This way. Come on down. 
Tonight, you'll find Miami Heat fans flanked by some furry gatekeepers. Canines on the hunt for COVID-19. Everything has an odor, and some things make that odor unique. So if you can create or find a unique characteristic in anything, you can train a dog to detect it. For the what? first time at any U.S. sporting event, the Heat are trailblazing a new tool. Dogs that can screen a line of fans as quickly as the Heat can run a fast break. <laughs> you can't say trailblazing either. That's like, oh. It's another so team. The guy yeah. explaining it was just like, you can smell anything. You Everything. can train a dog to smell anything. Everything's got to smell. It's like, okay, that doesn't explain... Like, well, well, has it worked? Right. That's what I want to see a dog being like, yes, this guy's got COVID. And the guy's like, wow, thanks. I like I'm going to go rest. And then sure enough, he tests positive. Um, But by then it's already too late. He's already been there. Also, the guy explaining it wasn't wearing a mask. (laughs) Yeah, it's stupid. He might not even like have anything to do with the dogs. They just like found a guy who's like, everything has an odor. Yeah, there wasn't like a there wasn't like a lower thirds that was (laughs) like the guy who trains the dogs or whatever. (laughs) This guy called himself a smell expert. (laughs) (laughs) I smell good. All right, let's watch this penis punch. (laughs) Right there. Oh, yeah. That was the old Sean Livingston on dirt maneuver from a few years back. Oh, ow. Dan Aykroyd said in. <laughs> Wait, what does Dan Aykroyd say? <laughs> that was the end of the clip. Sorry. <laughs> he kind of go- he kind of comes at it from both sides. Yeah, he, he trapped it. He trapped it for sure. <laughs> I, it's it's not really a punch. It's like he it's his forearm that's making all the contact. It's kind of like a MMA move almost. Yeah, right. It Man, painful. Sorry. Jamal, sucks. what are you doing? He, yeah. I mean, the man loves controversy. Yeah, I guess so. He, he had his penis headlines. He loves penis related headlines. <laughs> oh, that's that's true. right. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? He like, in, he like Instagram lived his dick or something? He posted, I think on his Instagram story, he posted like a video of his girlfriend, of his girlfriend sucking his dick. Oh, that's, I mean, and was like, Ooh, didn't mean to put that there. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said his phone got hacked and um, like, like an hour later, he posted a bunch of weird, random stuff. Uh huh. And then he was like, "Oops, sorry, my phone got hacked." Smart, <laughs> smart. And I it's mean, clearly I've his never girlfriend. done that with like I've never done that with like a dick pic or anything. But I've definitely like um, sent some something to intended for one person to uh, like a group chat. Yeah, and then kind of had to just pretend that that was part of an elaborate bit that no one else, <laughs> like I would just like triple quadruple down and just like make these jokes that made no sense to try to like obscure the fact that I was like, if you had read it in all the proper way, I was like clearly talking shit about someone, but then I would just like layer it with jokes that made no sense. And then everyone <laughs> just like would exhaust them to be like, oh, I guess he's doing a bit for no one's benefit. <laughs> And it's worked. I definitely worked like multiple times. And then, then the the question is like, why am I constantly sending shitty texts <laughs> to group threads? <laughs> yeah, no. I got to be more careful. That's one of my favorite things is receiving a text that's clearly not meant for me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. 
it's like a peek into someone else's world. Especially if they're talking shit about me because they're thinking about me and put my name in. Mm. Has that happened? Yeah. That's where like a lot of that is what, when that happens is like whenever you're like on a date with someone or whatever and you're texting your friend. Oh, shit. Or that's like a, that's like a TV trope, right? Like you're texting the wrong yeah, person. Yeah, but it definitely happens for yeah. sure. Yeah, exactly. I got into a sticky situation when um, I was in this... Uh, I, it's hard to explain what it was, but essentially I was in a group of white women trying to achieve their dreams. <laughs> and so we had this text thread that was like inspirational things. Only. So, it sounds like Nixie. <laughs> <does sound like, laughs> I was going to say it sounds like Tony Robbins. I didn't pay anything to be in it. It was just friends, but there was a friend of a friend in that group. And every time we met up, she would just like was so negative. Like she just would like tell me everything I was doing was wrong and was just like a shitty person. So I went to go text another friend in that group saying, Hey, I don't think I can be in this group anymore. Like that person makes me feel bad. And the whole point of this group is to feel good about, Mm. you know, achieving your dreams or whatever. And I sent it to the whole group. Well, you got it out there. And and it but it <laughs> sounded like the text sounded like I was just saying, "Hey, I can't be in this group anymore. Like oh. that one person makes me feel bad and I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> and so it was kind of good. It like it was very direct. Yeah. <laughs> it got you are you out of the group chat now? Yeah, this was this was like 6 plus years ago. Mm. And uh and I've achieved all my dreams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was the beginning. <laughs> um, but she texted me and was like, we should talk about this. And I was like, I don't want to talk to you about shit. <laughs> oh, that was the end of it. <laughs> all right. Let's look at Laisha Clarendon's post on Instagram. Hell yeah. On, uh, on January 13th at 10 a.m., I hugged my wife in front of my surgery building, walked in and took a deep breath. The day was finally here. The day I, I got to have top surgery. It's hard to put into words the feeling of seeing my chest for the first time, free of breast, seeing my chest the way I've always seen it, and feeling a sense of gender euphoria as opposed to gender dysphoria. Sigh. Freedom. Freedom at last. I'm not usually scared to share news publicly, but the amount of hate, myths, and ignorance surrounding trans and non-binary people's existence actually had me debating sharing this joy. I want trans people to know and see that we've always existed and no one can erase us. That's amazing. So great. WNBA, as always, so trailblazing. Then the league posted something so supportive. Yeah, very sweet. And, you know, for for Laisha to say, like, I'm really nervous about posting this Mm -hmm. and then to receive so much love. I mean, it's it brings tears to my eyes. I love it. Yeah, that rules. It's so cool. And then you compare it to the NBA where there's not even any like out gay men in it and it's like it just seems like they're so far ahead yeah WNBA is always far ahead uh it brings me a lot of hope you know what I mean for sure yeah and I hope uh I hope uh Kelly Loeffler is uh she gets her team (laughs) taken away from her it sounds like it's gonna happen yeah they said the dream said that they're in talks right Mm -hmm. And I know LeBron offered to buy it, buy her out and other people in the NBA offered. So hopefully it happens. Mm. Uh, let's watch the, the last clip with Candace Parker. Sorry, this has uh, Chelsea Gray 
Oh, okay. Ooh, I don't see this happening that much. You hear about it happening on the men's side, but why not? Why not have it happen on the women's side? Why not have people be like, you know, you need to fly her out. Thank you. Athletes need to see where they're gonna play, where they're going to train, where they're going to live, like how you're going to be treated. Cause somebody will sign for somewhere for three years and have no idea what they're walking into. So she's talking about the free agency process and they did have a, the WNBA had a wild free agency. It's always exciting, but a lot of movement this year. The sparks are gutted. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. Candace Parker is such a big part of the sparks. So it's hard. Yeah. They need need a new superstar. Yeah. But I'm glad she's in Chicago. It's her hometown. And the Chicago Sky are so good already. They're just going to be unstoppable. It's wild. Um, But who knows when the season will begin. I don't know about that name. Why don't they do something? The Sky. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's It's like, I kind of like that when they're like, uh, somehow related to the NBA franchise. I don't, it's just like Bulls and Sky are just like, that does make no sense to me. Well, it also doesn't really make sense for Chicago, right? Like, I mean, yeah. Are they known like for their they're, sky? They're known for their wind. That, that's a bad, <laughs> bad name. Like maybe the Chicago breeze or like, or yeah. the skyline. Cause there's oh, tons yeah. of buildings. Okay. Yeah. But the sky, like you can't see that much sky. I think it's kind of cute. I'm into it. <laughs> it is cute. <laughs> I guess. I'm just yeah. thinking of like wispy clouds. The, a lot of the WNBA, um, Teams, especially the older ones w- from when the league first started, their names don't. Even the Sparks, it's like right. We're not like a welding town. Like I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure welding happens here, but yeah, lots of it. <laughs> but it, you know, the stars, the I don't know. Anything. The Connecticut Sun is weird too. Well, that's related to a casino, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, you're right. That makes Con- sense. Connecticut doesn't have I ate sh- I I I perform stand up in the Suns arena, the Sun Arena. Really? And it, I I really ate shit. Like just like one of the worst shows I've ever done in my life. No. Was, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> opening for someone in a WNBA arena at a casino for like people who like just hated me. It's like very vivid, very vivid memory. Because <laughs> <laughs> you blame- generally suck. Like it's often people like are gifted tickets to the stand-up right. show. So mm-hmm. it was like people who had like no idea who I was, certainly who my friend was, who I was opening for. And just like, uh, yeah, just like, uh, and it, it was like too big for the show. So it was just like cavernous and, yeah, um, just one of the it's like a memorably rough set. Yeah, but I just remember thinking like, this is normally a basketball arena <laughs> in this casino. Like everything about it was just like, where are they? That's true for the Aces too. It's so weird mm-hmm. that they have these arenas and casinos. Do they do like Cirque du Soleil shows in it? Maybe. I Maybe there's. That, it's like mostly boxing, right? Oh. oh yeah. And then like the four tops or something like <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> random old band. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> a few years ago, I saw uh, like a bunch. I, I went to a concert and one of the closing acts was the Jackson 4. No! Which was, like, <laughs> which was a huge bummer. <laughs> it was just like, oh, God, let's get out of here. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move on to... Well, we don't have anything in our mailbag. Do we not have anything in our mailbag, Gabe? Gabe? I don't. Yeah, there's nothing in there. Is unless you guys know of something. Any uh, Scientology literature? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like we had something. Hold on. Are people uh, are people in agreement that it's sort of hard to talk about the season this year? Yeah, I I think so. Like, but a lot of you know. We don't have we don't judge anyone who wants to watch because also life is really hard and uh you gotta get joy where you can right now. Yeah. So if it brings you joy to watch basketball. So I think a lot of our listeners are still keeping up with games and and watching and that's fine that's great. But I think a lot of our listeners we were kind of surprised how supportive everyone was yeah. when we said we weren't gonna cover games anymore everyone was really sweet yeah i'm, um, I'm interested like, i would be interested to know like what teams are fun to watch right now because like i've been watching a lot of like nets games but they're like it's just it's like superstars but they're so bad at defense that it's actually like not like the yeah. most fun basketball to watch weirdly and uh, I don't know. I wonder who's fun to watch because I'm sure there are f- some fun teams. Probably, think. yeah. I think the Bull, you know, uh, I see a lot of people talking about the Bulls um, because they're like so, ex- they're expected to be bad. Yeah, right. But they're this young, scrappy team. So when they win, it's exciting. You I know, know. I, I'm friends with a lot of Knicks fans and they're like, exuberance over this Knicks team makes me like not want to watch basketball even more. <laughs> like, like the fact that like these Knicks fans are like this happy about a Thibodeau team is just like I, I can't right. deal with this. All right, Wait. let's um let's do mail basket. Gabe, can you play the theme please? You got mail. Thank you. Um we got a message on our website um from Michael W. <laughs> I'm not going to say his real last name. He put his real email address in here, I'm assuming. And the message just says, <laughs> Hello, Michael. <laughs> it says, Hello, Michael. And that's it. Okay. That's it. And that's it. <laughs> Is there a comma? <laughs> no. No. So he's just, he's saying hi to himself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Um, so this is what we're working with in the mail in the mail basket department. <laughs> we need new emails, you guys. Someone Please. just tell us like <laughs> what you're doing to stay sane. Like, do you have your version of Lagama? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell us what tell us what teams are good. Joe wants to know. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of um Ink Master. Oh, nice. Oh, is that good? Is, it sucks, but in a way that's like <laughs> Well, it's just like I it's very like aggro, like like the like the music is all like grinding metal and like all the <laughs> contestants are like clearly told to like start fights with each other. And it's just a very like um, as someone who watches a lot of like Top Chef and RuPaul's Drag Race, like I watch a lot of shows of the same ilk, but like this right. is, it's like just so aggro and they all hate each other so much that it is kind of fun to, and I have no tattoos, so I have no context. Like I don't, 
I have a hard time telling when something's like a good tattoo or not. <laughs> and, and then, um, yeah, so I'm getting a lot of enjoyment out of it just because I, I feel like such a like alien watching it. Like, I don't, I don't know this world and like all the people are so kind of, um, I mean, they're clearly told to play it up, but they're all kind right. of like repulsive and mean. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, it's fun. It's a fun change of pace from what I normally watch. I gotta check it out. I've heard a bunch of people talking about Forged in Fire. Oh, and- dude, I've seen every <laughs> episode of Forged in Fire. <laughs> what Obsessed. is that? Oh, the, knife, the sword. Knife sword. Yeah, they make swords. Yeah. yeah, I know. I guess it's on Netflix now because I I watched it from the start on um on the History Channel. You know, uh-huh. History History Channel. Um, <laughs> I actually follow Doug Markaita on um on Instagram. He's the weapons edge edge weapon specialist, so he tests the <laughs> knives and swords out once they're forged and he'll just like they'll they'll like put a pig up on chains and he'll like chop a pig in half and then what? he'll tell the people whether or not like he'll chop a pig his like claim to fame is he'll chop a pig in half and then tell the guy whether or not the sword will kill and he does like a he like really milks it he's like this sword will kill and it's like yeah no shit we just saw you chop a pig in half horse it'll kill yeah um i feel like i gotta watch that it i like rules. that sounds fucked up. Rules. it rules it's so funny um how many pigs do you have to watch be sliced up totally um i mean at least two okay. often three often three they also do like jelly human replicas with like like some kind of red liquid inside them they're called forensic dummies and they're (laughs) uh gelatin based human torsos that have like uh approximate um like jelly filled bloody like hearts and organ like (laughs) intestines and yeah he'll chop up a like he'll chop up a like a, a forensic dummy so that like the heart explodes inside it. it's, it's crazy <laughs> i recommended I it i might my, my uh i recommended that to my nephews who are like six <laughs> and <laughs> my sister-in-law was like yeah we're not letting them watch this <laughs> horribly, horribly disturbing show about pigs getting was- shot in that I got super into that show Alone. Did you ever watch that? I've seen every episode of Alone. Yes. So that I'm vegetarian. I hate watching like animals being killed. But for some reason in that show, I was like, yeah, he fucking got a moose, dude. You know, yeah, survival. I know. survival. Yeah. <laughs> but that sh- actually the moose was the only time anyone caught anything. That show is just people starving. To yeah. Death. It's <laughs> Which just I also like, enjoy. <laughs> it rules. That show is great. But it is just like they have all these plans to get protein. And then like what ends up happening is like people eating like like bugs or like weird like sea boogers there's just like pounds (laughs) and pounds of like the grossest shit just to like sustain themselves and then whoever the medical expert says won't die last wins they win truly crazy (laughs) it's the craziest show i love that show it's so good i love it I love, I guess I just like, I watch so much crap. I'm just now realizing Todd, cause I'm like, yep, yeah, nope. See, every, every, I bought, like I bought episode past seasons of alone. Cause I got so <laughs> obsessed with it. And it's like, just so funny to think. Cause like I would die 35 minutes. If they dropped me off yes. in, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. In British Columbia Island or wherever that is, like yeah. Vancouver Island. I just, I'd slip on a rock and <laughs> dead, dead, like <laughs> trying to find a, a campground. The best is there's the, there was one season where there was like a 60 year old man or something. And he was like, 
he didn't say these exact words, but essentially he's like, I'm not like these fucking pussies. You know, I'm going to be a real man. And then he slips and breaks his leg immediately. <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, one, the but there's one season where a guy like legit is just like gets afraid of the dark and leaves on the first <laughs> night. Like he, like he heard a scary sound and like, that would it be seemed, it seemed humiliating for him, but it was like the most, uh, like, relatable thing I've ever seen on that show. I'd be like, yeah, get out of there. What do you do? You have, you can, you just call someone and they'd like remove you. <laughs> Incredible. All right. Well, thank you, Joe, for coming back. Is there anything you want to plug? <laughs> I have, um, no, I guess just alone and forging fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ink master. Mm, what else? I, I gotta watch all of these. I, I mean, reality shows seem the way to go right now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Anything? Any escapism, sort of. Escapism, but also just like it's just kind of nice watching people like in a room together, <laughs> <laughs> having fun. Yeah. Like I don't need I don't need like story yeah. anymore. I just like yeah. Like I watch all this. Like watch like a full season of that fucking show about people blowing glass, and it's like yeah, that seems fun. Like they get to drink water, take breaks, <laughs> and drink water. <laughs> I I watch a lot of reality shows, but now now they're starting to come out with the seasons from like the beginning of quarantine. It's like. I don't want to watch this like what the yeah. fuck no, i don't want to watch any tv that references covid just know, putting that's that like out there a, yeah no shit like there's all these shows are getting sold now of people like it's like shows about quarantine it's like yo no one wants to watch that Mm-mm. yeah no one wants to watch it now no one's gonna want to watch it in a year maybe in like a hundred years oh, <laughs> oh 10, 10 years 10 years <laughs> 10 hundred years i'm trying to, uh, i'm trying to remember there was a show that was like when Forge of Fire was feeling itself, they made a companion show that was like, uh, uh, like, what's that shit? Wipeout. It was like Wipeout with, with swords. No. Like you had to like run through an obstacle course. <laughs> it was awesome. And Goldberg, the wrestler Goldberg hosted it. I watched that a lot too. And it was like, it was like too silly. Like it, it was clear that the Forge of Fire people were like, this is hurting our brand because like, this is a, we're serious. Did they ever stick themselves? <laughs> um, I never saw anyone like get impaled or anything, but oh, like, <laughs> it was also like, uh, yeah. What was the show called? Fortune fire colon knife or death. Knife or death. <laughs> yes. Knife or death. That show was awesome. And it like, like, cause fortune fire is like, Oh, I'm never going to be on this show. Cause I, I don't, I, I guess I could. I learned how to embroider. Like yeah, I could, yeah. you can do it. I could learn how to it. forge. Just start but a flame cool in your about, backyard. What's cool about knife or death is you didn't necessarily have to make the knife. So mm. you could just show up with like a sword you bought, and like you watch enough knife or death, you like you kind of saw how to do. I was like, I think I could do this obstacle. <laughs> I think I can do this. You chop some ice into. Again, weird. It was and one of the things was an ice cube, a thick ice cube that had blood in it. You had to like make the ice bleed. Ew. What's so fuck? gross? <laughs> it wasn't real blood. It was like the dummy. It was like you had to like keep chopping at this ice cube until there was like red liquid coming out. And then the final thing was to chop a, a what was the funniest? Everyone got every so I can't tell you how many people got eliminated from Knife or Death because they couldn't chop a chicken in half. What? That seems like it would be really really easy. It would be like the final thing. It seems so easy. And then the final thing, they 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 misjudged 
the angle of the oh blade God. and they couldn't chop the chicken. Wow. Oh, so anyway, I, I, you guys need to go. I'm going to just keep thinking about my Um Anastasia, is there anything you want to plug? Um, there is. And I, and I, you look, I don't want to step on anyone's toes. Gabe actually told me and Agata about this, Ooh. but I want to plug uh, double threat podcasts. They have a story arc going on that's very relatable for us for Dunk Tom Sharpling, Julie Klausner. Yeah, Tom Sharpling, Julie Klausner, super funny podcast. But they have a story arc going on on that show where Jerry from T Public is annoying the hell out of them, and then they actually <laughs> have him on the show, and then they make a shirt that says "I hate Jerry from T Public," <laughs> and um. There's other stuff too. Just listen. It's very funny. He is also our tea public yeah. rep. He emails us daily. <laughs> he emails us so much. And there's so many um, threads between the three of us saying, Gabe will be like, hey, Jerry emailed us again. And then Agata will be like, tell him to eat my ass. <laughs> and we'll be like, fuck Jerry. And then... And then we'll actually post about a sale that he asked us to post about. We'll be like, fuck, it really works. Like, yeah. Jerry's actually good at his job. And like, <laughs> we're selling shit because of him. <laughs> so it's great. Jerry, if you're listening, we're all we're joking. It's all jokes. Jerry, I mean, we love you. You're doing a great job. Yeah, you're helping us make money. We're just, we're lazy. <laughs> well, just speaking of t-shirts and eating ass, can I just plug one more thing? Oh, yeah. I, um, I made a bunch of t-shirts about eating ass and they I thought they would sell a lot and they have not. So um, <laughs> check out my website. There is a, they're still available. Um, uh, my eating ass t-shirts. I love those t-shirts, actually. The one with all the text on it. Yeah. I try to make like a QAnon-like sort of MAGA dude at a rally type t-shirt but it's all about like if you don't love this country you can eat my ass like it's all a lot of like eating ass stuff and i like really thought i have like a terrible instinct for this kind of thing i was like i'm gonna sell like hundreds of these and i think um that have fewer than a hundred of sold so um we just want to throw that you just mentioned eating ass and t-shirts so yeah i think yeah yeah, your all of your merch—it's like feels it's, appropriate for a pandemic. Like you design stuff before the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I really feel like, like I said before, like I was in a zone for a while with this pandemic, where I was like, yeah, I, this feels like this is where I've been at mentally for years. And <laughs> so like the rest of the world's just catching up to where I've been at. Ma'am, Agata, do you have a plug? Yes, I want to plug. Bling Empire on Netflix. It's another reality show about billionaires in Beverly Hills. I know what you're thinking. Guillotine. (laughs) (laughs) Which is what I was thinking at at first. I was not sold on this show. I was like, these people are so rich. So many people are sad and poor right now. This can't be a good show. But it it won me over. It was very sweet. They were like all really like sweet to each other. I'm gonna have yeah. to watch it. There's one normal guy who's like living in a you know a, a Hollywood apartment with four roommates or something. And ironically, <laughs> he's the one you want to guillotine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's kind of like the straight guy because, of course, all the billionaires are like insane and do crazy yeah. shit all the time. But that's funny. It's it's very like I, I cried at one point. Oh very, my god! It was very sweet. Like one of the like. There's two storylines of someone trying to find their parents, like adopted kids or not. Adop- well, one adopted, but the other one was like 
her dad left when she was very young and she was trying to find him. And they're all helping her. It's so sweet. That is sweet. <laughs> yeah. So this is not like Real Housewives at all. Sometimes, I mean, parts of it. I like it better than Real Housewives. Nice. That's a big plug. Yeah. Do they like chop anything in half? <laughs> they like, also have a I... blood ice cube. Okay, cool. Then I'm done. <laughs> Gabe, plug? Um, just to get in touch with us. Um, you know, we love getting emails from listeners. We're hi at dunk.town. Um, we also have our cutie hotline, 903-420-DUNK. Um, and we also have our contact form at dunk.town slash contact. <laughs> it's meant to be used to send messages to us. Not to yourself. Not to yourself. So <laughs> how it we, works. But I mean, you got to start somewhere, I guess. So. Yeah. It could just be for people talking to themselves at first. You can branch out. That's true. I feel like we constantly, we need to be cooler and not beg for stuff from our listeners. We We do it all the time. Yeah. um, We also have a mailbox address. If you want to physically send something, 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 105, Los Angeles, 90027. Um, we love getting shit there unless love it's mail. for Mike Mitchell. We don't want his shit. <laughs> don't <laughs> send us anything for him. <laughs> also, if you can, if you are a listener and you haven't left us a review on Apple Podcasts, we love getting those. Um, yeah. Sorry, I'm going to keep asking for more stuff. No, we. it's our nature. <laughs> we'll ask for stuff all the time. Yeah. All right. Thanks to everyone for coming on this journey with us. We love you. Love you. Bye. 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 For more Dunktown content, check out our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash dunktown. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. I'm on Twitter at echo underscore mint and on Instagram at Agata Monica. Anastasia is on both at Anastasia Vigo. Check out our website, dunk.town. If you like the show, please write us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you listen. We always really appreciate those. We have t-shirts, stickers, hoodies, and more available for sale at dunk.town slash store. Thank you to Andrea Tomingas for the Dunktown design, and thank you to Andrew Bear for our original music for the show. Sources and references from this episode can be found in the episode description. Mm-hmm.